Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Scientists have shown that a toothpaste ingredient could be used as an anti-malarial drug. Spread by mosquitoes, malaria is caused by plasmodium parasites. It kills more than half a million people every year, and 70% of them are children. In recent years, the parasites also become resistant to most of the existing antimalarial compounds. So this new discovery by researchers at the University of Cambridge is good news. It was aided by Eve, who is an artificially intelligent robot scientist. And joining us now from the team is another Eve. In this case, it's Steve Oliver. Hello, Steve. So tell us, first of all, and pardon my terrible humour, what actually is malaria? So malaria is a disease caused by a protozoal parasite. So it's hard to combat with drugs because the way the parasite cells work are pretty much like our cells work. It's carried, as you said, by a mosquito. On a blood mill from the mosquito, the parasite goes to your liver. You can stay there for weeks or even months. But then if it escapes into the bloodstream where it lives in the red blood cells, it can give you fever, aches and pains. And if it gets to the brain, it can kill you. So I said that the numbers are staggering. I mean, looking at the, the map, there's more than a couple of billion people around the world who live in malarious areas. That's right. I mean, the most severe form is in Africa. As you say, half a million die every year, mainly children in sub-Saharan Africa. But the largest spread is in uh, South America and, uh, and Southeast Asia. And that's a species of the organism which is rarely kills you but can give you recurrent fever throughout your life. So it's a big burden, economic and and a health burden, because it's just taking people out of circulation until they recover. Indeed. So where does toothpaste fit into this equation? Okay, so if you inspect your tube of toothpaste when you brush your teeth, you'll likely find it contains this compound triclosan. And this is a general antibacterial agent, quite a simple compound. It's been used in toothpaste and other things for 40 years or more. And it's been known for some time that triclosan will inhibit plasmodium in the blood. And so once this was discovered, the chemists got to work and they tried to optimize triclosan to the target which it has in bacteria, which is an enzyme called enoR reductase. And so they screened their new compounds against that enzyme in the test tube and improved the compound against that enzyme. But then when they tried their improved compounds against plasmodium in the blood, there was no correlation. And so that seemed a little strange. So is that telling you then that uh, the target that it hits in malaria is not the one that that they're optimising for in bacteria? So it kills bacteria via one target that we know about, but there's something different that it's hitting in malaria. It can hit malaria via enoral reductase in the liver stage, but it's been shown that malaria in the blood stage does not require this enzyme. So then uh, this compound triclosan is one of a battery of compounds in a compound library from Johns Hopkins University, which we've just mentioned, uh, which have been FDA approved, so they're safe for use as drugs and as food additives. And we took these compounds and used the robot scientist Eve to screen them in a screen where we engineer yeast such that 
it becomes dependent on the action of a foreign enzyme, in this case, either a plasmodium enzyme or a human enzyme. And then we tag the different strains with human or plasmodium enzyme. And Eve is able to follow the growth of, of these tagged strains in the presence of the compounds and then looks for things which kill the yeast strain dependent on uh, the parasite enzyme but wasn't, won't touch the strain dependent on the human enzyme. Got it. So you basically engineer into the yeast cell a function of the parasite which you make the yeast cell absolutely depend on that exactly. for its survival. And then you know that if you throw on a drug and the yeast dies, then it must be hitting that particular target. And so if you were to put that onto the parasite, it probably would hit the, the parasite yeah. in the same way. So you did this in the lab with the triclosan and you found what how it's hitting And so we found that malaria. the target in... Well, one of the malarial targets we were screening was an enzyme called DHFR, completely different domain of metabolism to ENR. So that was a whole new target for the enzyme. We proved in the test tube that it worked against the DHFR enzyme. We showed that if when we, or colleagues in Brazil, showed that triclosan's inhibition of the blood stage of, of plasmodium was reduced if you transfected the plasmodium with the human DHFR enzyme, which is resistant to triclosan. So you have a new target here. Just very briefly, now you've identified that, what can we do with that knowledge? Okay, well, I think it's quite hopeful because we have one agent, two different targets against two different stages of, of the drug. And so this may be a dual target agent which can be used, developed in the future to treat both phases of the parasite's life cycle. So you have nice teeth and you also won't have malaria. Steve, thank you very much. You. That's Steve Oliver. He's from the University of Cambridge. That study just came out in the journal Scientific Reports.